doing this again. Yeah. Our third episode. Welcome to the Dab Den. Episode three. It's been almost a month now that we've been doing this. Yeah, that we've been working on it. Yeah. Starting it out, doing it. It's. I mean, it's about almost the end of January, so. This it's year. It's been one month of this year. God. Ridiculous. They do say time flies, but it, this is uncanny how fast uncanny. this month. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to start this episode by doing some dabs and then sort of diving into our weed experience and our background with it. And I guess what better way to do a weed episode than to actually do some weed? Do some weed. Yeah, I'm going to jacked one weed right into my veins. <laughs> do you think it's cool? Do you think doing drugs is cool? Oh, it is so cool. I love, I love this stuff so much. We have been addicted to Harbor Farms, and if they want to give us free weed, which I'm going to be honest, they're not watching, but I would really like it if they could give us free weed. We've already gotten plenty of free yeah. of them from the You don't even want to go into that story, do you? No. It's, it was rough. It was a but clusterfuck. You can reach out to your local dispensary if you have a problem, and they will try to fix it. I guess is what we're yeah. saying. Working in a dispensary, that's one thing I learned, is that the best option is always to just email them and explain the problem. Yeah, and if you're polite, they're more and than likely going to... polite, right. They're going to try to work with you. If you're not polite, then they're just going to find the minimum they can do for you. Yeah, it's like, oh, here's a pre-roll. <laughs> um, we don't even care if you ever come back here again because you're such a dick. Right? So... Yeah, so just be nice. Bye. Gotta be nice. So we got ended up getting around a hundred dollars. No, around a hundred dollars and two hundred dollars store credit plus a refund for two grams that they charged us for that we weren't supposed to be charged for. So we yeah, it's been it's been good, but stressful, but but good. It's just very annoying. Would you like to kick off this dab? I thought you were gonna do that one. Well, I did one more recently, so you can go first. Okay, very nice. I'll cap you. Don't cap me. Are you doing the C4? Oh, yeah. The cap or the uh, torpole is stuck to the bottom, so we'll have to get that. Refuses to spin. Huh. Try it. Hit it. Okay. There you go. Okay. A little background music for us while we dab. Fix it. You fixed it? I fixed it. Oh my gosh. It's spinning again. It's just stuck. took all the terpenes from you, so you couldn't enjoy a second of that dab. Mm-mm-mm. God, C4 never lets us down. We've dabbed... At least 10 grams of it. 10 to 15 grams. So far. Yeah. And we've only been using it for 
month. No, Secor's newer. We've only had it for like a couple weeks. Maybe a week. Could be this. Into the no, I don't think you can. Gunsta. All right, Kobe. <laughs> Damn. Q-tip soon. We're almost down to our last 300. It's gonna be like, what, a week? <coughs> That's a good size dad. Especially for the email. Yeah, I was a bit overzealous on the, uh... You gotta do a little bit less here because it's just... It's so slow. It's just a low temp. Yeah. Also, a little side note, if you're not using Tart Pearls, you are <laughs> completely missing out on a lot of your dab. I like to think, at least. It is a little bit of a pain to actually manage the Tart Pearls. Keep them clean, keep them, like, tasting good. Because if you leave any little bit of weed on there, it's going to stick. And it's going to burn. And depending on how you clean it, you're just going to have more and more and more residue on there which will just eventually get burned <coughs> all right you want to try to kobe this one kobe you know what we should do is we should like once we actually make it we should like buy something for the the, the actual set okay i don't know what that's going to be yet but i'm excited for when we do because then i can have a little goal to work towards actually making a kobe because we do this all the time at home we do <coughs> We do little Kobe's for Q-tips, and the other night, Rachel actually had this really good one that hit a can, bounced up, and flew extremely high just from a Q-tip, which it shocked us a little bit. I yeah, know that like I know that's dart hit to a can that was tilted sideways, and because of that, it bounced directly back. Did a little flip and landed, and it just came out of the can. It was satisfying. Just because I threw it so directly. Mm -hmm. It was too Kobe. Yeah. It was almost Curry-esque, you might even say, for those basketball fans out there. God, so high. So I, I'm pretty big, too. That was a good-sized dab of C4. <laughs> but I'm excited now because I've got a lot of energy after that Sativa dab. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take control of this little bit as I lower myself because I'm not, not usually that tall. There we go. I'm, I'm that tall. But... <clears throat> So yeah, if you haven't seen last last week's episode, this week's episode, this week, the previous episode, previous episode, yeah, because yeah, we did a exit game, which was a ton of fun, but 
really long and hard to put on a video without boring everyone completely. It took a lot more focus than we anticipated, and we thought we could walk y'all through it. Yeah. But not, we were not in a state of mind to be narrating as yeah. well as thinking critically. <laughs> and hosting. It was... It was so we had a lot of hopes for that. Yeah. And post-production, we're like, how, how can we do this? Can we do, like, a re-edit of the episode? Can we reshoot it? And that wasn't going to work. Not at all. So we just sort of put together, like, a highlight reel of some good moments. So if you want to skip, you know, two hours and just, mm -hmm. you know, put in the 20 minutes of time of seeing what it was like doing an escape it's room. A mini episode. Yeah, while, while we were just extremely high, then, yeah, check out last episode. But for this episode is wheat focused and wheat takes up a huge part of our lives i don't know about you but i probably spend a good quarter of my week consuming weed or thinking about weed or cleaning weed stuff or it takes up just a good amount of my time and probably your time as well and you know also being high so if that's the case 100% of the time, almost, if we're counting being high, but I'm not for this. But what better way to sort of talk about weed and how we've sort of grown with weed or what the what it should be called as, you know, cannabis, you know, what... The proper Latin term. You know, really dive into how we've both used weed, how we've grown with it. How we've built our, you know, our, our tolerance to an enormous level over the past, you know. However long. However long we've been getting into it. And then I guess also talk about some of the things that we would have avoided or would avoid again if we could when it comes to the evolution of weed. Um, and, and there's a couple of things that maybe will save you time, save you money, save you just the hassle that it comes to when that, you know, when weed is involved because then you can spend more time and more money on weed and less on the products and the bullshit that sort of comes along with it throughout the, the early stages of the weed journey. Because that's when you're most susceptible. Susceptible? Susceptible. Susceptible. <clears throat> I have that Tennessee, that Tennessee boy in me really comes out sometimes and can't pronounce <laughs> basic words. Susceptible to those uh, pitfalls. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll start it with you if you want to, Rachel. Where have you began with weed and what does that look like for you um i didn't smoke weed until college not at all not at all what'd you think about <laughs> it when you were younger did you want to smoke weed when you were a kid i was not i was very raised very sheltered and i was uh i mean I was, I knew some, wow, I'm so high right now, I can't even talk. I knew someday that I would probably drink. I knew my mom drank. Mm -hmm. Alcohol was not as mysterious, but weed was just, like, I was 100% subscribed to the dare mentality from sixth grade. <laughs> Do you have the shirt? I didn't have the shirt, no. I, feel I like didn't care that much. I was just, like... Okay, don't you drugs, whatever. Well, I, at least it was for my dare class, which I remember it vividly because I didn't win the shirt. You could play games throughout the course of the week, of mm. dare week, to win a dare shirt and never won it. But also, you know, 
I guess going after, you know, into high school and stuff, I saw kids with older, like with larger dare shirts. And I was like, wait a second. Do they, do they still have dare class? Cause I would love to have a shirt. Cause I, I just never got one. So, so to me, it's like one of those little, little badges, but now they're just memes. So it isn't even funny to wear one since you can just buy one. Yeah. So dare. You're, you're a dare kid, essentially. Well, yeah, I uh, never saw the appeal of drugs and always thought it was just, like, a waste of your brain, I guess. But that was also because I was, like, brainwashed into believing certain things. And I mean, we all are when it comes to weed. Right. Just I mean, the, at the start of our lives, at yeah. least. And other drugs and comparing them and now they're actually they're, they're not comp- comparable and it's just very different in the sense of the usefulness actually of weed. But anyway, um, I also didn't see the appeal because I didn't really have like the trauma that drove me to need or want drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until after college, or until college, so it was, I mean, and then I also was in Ann Arbor and had access to it, so Shelby That's Township didn't really have a big weed game, and I was not, like, with the crowd that could have. Would have <laughs> so, had access to it to yeah. begin with. Like, I, I probably could have figured it out if I really wanted to, Yeah, but it wasn't, like, in my circle. We, we had parties with Mountain Dew Voltage and Doritos. I wonder if there would be any diet Mountain Dew voltage. There, I mean, it exists. But you guys weren't partying with diet. No, not usually. Unfortunately. I we like saved, that sugar high. You could have saved those calories. But anyway. But, yeah, I, I definitely drank before I smoked weed. But I smoked weed with my friend and then didn't smoke weed for a long time. And then I just kind of in college came across it every once in a while. <laughs> that was in college when you got when you first got high. Yes, I was in Kalamazoo though. I was visiting Ashley. Mm. So, and this was honestly, I not not positive twenty fourteen maybe. I think so. And did it click for you when you first got high? Like, that was the time and, like, that was your drug? Or did it, like, take a while to, like, really bake into you that, like, this is for me? No, I liked it. I mean, I was I was just much more, like, my anxiety just was lessened pretty much. That was the main effect that I noticed. And I was just a, a very thoughtful and could actually piece together some creative thoughts and <laughs> have I don't know more interest in certain in like what I was doing because I would always become like really focused on something and you know when you have that you go into like kind of a zone of when you're really high and you're suddenly like two hours later and you're you're into a project of yeah <laughs> that was the weirdest part for me when I first started though was the the, the time aspect and how time was like die like the you know there was like time dilation when when I was high that was extremely different when I wasn't high mm-hmm. so what did you first what was the first thing you smoked out of was it a joint was it a bowl it was, was a bowl yeah 
some smoked a bowl and then some joints also. But I also smoked some like sketchy weed in Argentina that I managed to come across. So And that was man, I I would now I would not smoke art like any any weed I probably wouldn't smoke. Well I got it from okay, so this girl who was in my program had a friend an internet friend, a Tumblr friend, I think I'm pretty sure it was a Tumblr friend, that lived in Argentina in Buenos Aires, and so we met up with them and they got me the weed. So it was a somewhat reliable source in the okay. sense. It wasn't sense just like a I tourist knew. going on a on yeah, a beach I, and finding yeah. someone who sells really crappy weed. No, it was like this guy that she had spoken to over years of time. I don't know. I don't remember it all very much. But could be the weed that's cost that. But that was actually the first time I I purchased weed for myself. Hmm. So, it's an interesting milestone. <laughs> did that in Buenos Aires. And you felt like a rebel, I bet, when you did it. Of course. The whole buying weed was so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I smoked it in my host house, my my uh, host family's, my homestay, my bedroom. I had this little balcony, and uh, she never said, like, couldn't smoke out there, and I thought it's a balcony. Yeah. So... I didn't think there was a problem with it. Why not? And she never said anything about it, so <laughs> I was like. <clears throat> but then, I uh, it was it wasn't great weed, and I. Eventually... I am. I'm shocked. <laughs> I am floored. So you're telling me that random weed that you got in Argentina. It was the Argentina. kind that came in a. It came like compressed in a little block. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had to crumble it all up. Um, and I rolled it into my, my crude little joints after watching some Wiz Khalifa YouTube tutorials. I, I think every stoner has probably come across those, like, how to roll a joint video, how to roll a blunt video. And you see that there's tons and tons of views of those on those YouTube videos, which astonishes me. And the comments mm-hmm. are like, I can't get this or I can't get this or... This is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But I got to be pretty good at it, and I guess all, that was the only way I could smoke in Argentina was joints because I didn't have any glass or any pipes or anything. I actually did buy a wooden pipe at one point, but I didn't want to actually smoke out of it. It was more of a souvenir, and then it broke. But <clears throat> it's the little one that looks like a hand. Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. It's on our shelf in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I got pretty good at rolling these joints, and I remember... We went to Lollapalooza, and I had a little mini M&M's container, you know, the little tubes that the mini M&M's come in? Yeah, I remember those. And I packed, like, five or six joints into one of those, and I put it in between my boobs. I had overalls on and a crop top, and I was, we were going to Lollapalooza. And so over the course of the day, I smoked all six joints. I shared some, but, yeah. you know, I, I was very high that day. Want to hear a, a fun fact? Sure. I can I can down an entire mini M and M's tube in one bite, like in one mouth in one mouthful. I could down, and I even still think to this day a full M and M's tube, mini or not. I could I could do like one gulp, you know, just down the hatch, done. Those were great as a kid, but yeah. I needed a couple. It was almost like shots for a kid. Like, give me a shot, <laughs> you know. 
Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I just really had to get that out there because you brought up those mini M&M's tubes. And it's like, do you remember those? It's like, yeah. yeah I, I remember them. I have distinct memories of shooting them back <laughs> multiple times as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <and> then, <laughs> uh, okay. So when I got back from Argentina, this was the 2015, going into my senior year of college. And that was when I actually um, started buying weed for myself. In America. Ooh. From frat boys. <laughs> As you do. I mean, and, and at least their weed, weed. And, and their weed was probably a little bit better, though. It was really good. Yeah. It was good weed. And this was somebody who um, my sorority sister had been buying weed from. So I started buying weed from him, too. I just tagged along with her once to meet him and then went by myself. Because that's how it works. That's honestly how <laughs> it's always been for dealers. It's like, it's like, hey, do you mind if my friend tags as long as it's like, yeah. And when you're there, like, can I get your number? And it's exactly. like, it's like, it's like, yeah. yeah I, so, you know, I'm cool, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what, You just need to have that, you know, someone that they trust already to vouch for you. But that first time is really sketchy, regardless of oh who it God. is. It was, the, I mean, frat houses are sketchy to begin with. Yeah. I mean, but this dude never had, been, I don't know. I've never been in a frat house before. Like, yeah. It's just like. <laughs> Sunken leather couches Aged. and LED lights. <laughs> so not too far off from posters <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> okay, not too far off from from I guess my uh, you know imagination. Yeah, but but anyway, um, so I started buying weed. Uh, started smoking weed more at parties. Like I would, I would just I started becoming the person at the party who was like. Who's got weed? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like smoking. along with. Like, yeah. Like along with drinking at the time? Yeah. You would, because it's more of like a party thing or a social thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I was still a big drinker at that point. And once I bought my first bowl, which I went with my, my same sorority sister who met, introduced me to the dealer. She took me to Bongs and Thongs. <laughs> that place. That's a good place to go. If you're in the Ann Arbor area, which, spoiler, that's where we're located. You yeah, know, It's not really a spoiler. It's, it's not really. In our bio. It's been in our bio and stuff, so <laughs> they have good location. But my preferred place is Puff Factory. If you're in the area of Detroit or they're Redford. Inkster, Redford. Inkster, they? Redford, Whatever Ferndale. Whatever official address is. Yes, they they have do a have two locations. Yeah, the Ferndale. Location. Yeah, they are great please come to ann arbor i would absolutely love it if you guys came to ann arbor that's because we spend too much money <laughs> at pop factory but anyway yeah. you were saying about buying some about the bowl yeah. yes and so i could actually smoke by myself at my house and so my senior year i was living in this really cool house i had uh five roommates Three of them were sorority sisters. Two of them were not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and my room had a little window that went out onto the back porch roof. So I would always go out there and sit down with my little bowl and hang out. It was Just the get perfect baked. little setup. Mm. And it was kind of backed up to some trees, and there was another house across the way, but there wasn't, you know, it wasn't super visible, and there were neighbors on either side but there was rarely anyone back there so. did you ever get caught i mean by someone that cared yeah no 
That's the most important part is if anyone cared. Yeah. I mean, it became a pretty regular thing for the entire year that I lived there. Like, I was back there a lot, especially when it was nice out, obviously. But even, and even in the cold, even in the cold, I would you could see me like sitting inside, just inside the window with it open and like leaning out because <laughs> my roommates would complain if I got too smoky inside. That classic. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really. I was always smoking flour, though. I didn't. I never knew anything about wax until a couple years later, probably, and didn't really do serious dabbing until I met you. Why didn't you start doing dabbing? Was it was it a cost thing or was it just like I mean, a- I didn't really buy like the extra equipment and like the torch and the the high heat necessary and just the whole process of it was just complicated and scary. <laughs> I didn't want it. it. Just feels like a ton of extra steps when you could just do something. Just a lighter and some bud. I, I feel need, that. You know, so it's simple, but it's, it's it's different with the, you know, health and vaporizing versus combustion and several other factors, the concentration of terpenes and cannabinoids. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when we met, I was doing... You were already working at, at a dispo at that point, right? I was already working at Arborside, yeah, for a couple months. So I had been smoking a lot of cartridges, doing dabs on, like, other um, emails. Mm-hmm. The Puffco Peak that a couple of my coworkers had, and I eventually bought one. Um, mm. I remember that. I'm, I'm, I remember the trips with the Peak mm-hmm. before the lockdown times. Yeah. Before the bad times. Yeah. But cartridges were always a good one, good use for me. So I, I did those quite a bit, which is not exactly dabbing, but the Puffco Peak really changed things. And that's once I started working at the dispensary, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really want to say their names. Did I, did I already say it? You already did say the name. It's yeah, okay. I'm kidding. Whatever. But once I was working there, I started being exposed to more wax in general. Like, I had already had some once I got my med card, which was not too long before, because... You kind of have to if you're going to work there. Well, yeah, I had to get it for to work there, but I already had it at that point, because I had to start buying for myself, but I never bought wax until I don't know. I mean, it makes sense when you're in a when you're in like a dispensary and you've only been really buying flour and cartridges, and you're stocking and you're selling, it. yeah, and you're selling, you know, wax people who buy it in bulk, you know, and you're like, why have I not been doing it, or like, why do you like this so much, or like, you know, it just sort of naturally that's probably gonna come. Yeah, and everybody's always like, you know, going back to flowers. It's always it's always nice to have good have a joint, you know. Yeah, I I would say the only time for me that I really, really like a joint is at a concert or, like, at a very public event where having a dab is just too, like, cumbersome. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, and a a cartridge is fine, but there's something about a joint that, at least in a concert setting, which is just Mm -hmm. hard hard to beat, at least for my... Especially in open air, 
Yeah. Because everyone else can smell it and get envious of kind of who has the best. <laughs> you feeling that now? I have been. I mean, I've, I'm pretty much incoherent at this point. So, I mean, we've been smoking all day, yeah. which it's part of the the problem of quarantining is that our tolerance is just completely fucked. Mm. Oh, it's been fucked before. I can't, I can't sit here and lie and blame quarantine. For ruining my tolerance when I've been smoking a gram of wax for about two years. Easily. Yeah. But. <clears throat> gram of wax per day. Right. What you meant to say, right? <clears throat> gram of wax per day. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a, f- a fun little intro, which I, I guess naturally, I guess I'll drive, dive into mine. History of weed. Unless there's anything else that you wanted to paint a clear picture of your history. To incriminate yourself was in the court of law. Was anything that I said unclear? Because I, I'm too high to even remember what I was talking about. No. I remember. I mean, <laughs> but no. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm going to hate listening to that back in post. I explained quite a bit, but I know there's... I just did. So high. Well, it's okay. We're going to just smoke some more in a minute. And then... <laughs> You can, you can. So, Davy, when did you start smoking weed? Oh, me. When did I start smoking weed? Yes. Yeah. Well, that was back in 2012. Is the first time I was actually kind of like you, really against weed and drugs, because previously I was really into triathlons and long endurance races, and I kind of viewed cannabis or just anything that would possibly make it hard. Yeah, that would make it harder for me to work out was something that I wanted to avoid. So I didn't drink until I was 24 and I didn't start smoking weed until I was 22. So that was, so 2012, I should say, is when I first started smoking weed. And that was when I bought it was from a genius at Apple. We were doing a overnight for the iPhone 5 launch. And it was, we were just talking about drugs and concerts. And I don't know how, but he was like, yeah, if you ever need weed, I can hook you up. And I was like, I'll buy some weed. And say no more. Yeah. So like, I think I, I remember it was 60 bucks or an eighth, which, you know, Virginia. I mean, later we ended up becoming really good friends. And it was still like fifty five and eight. So I didn't get He gave you five dollars off as a friend's discount. That was after years of working <laughs> as a friend. But anyway, I remember buying a uh a canister from uh a tea store in the mall that we worked at. There was a tea store near the Apple store, and I bought a little like little tin uh that that holds tea and i remember putting it in my glove box tivana might have been tivana it might have been something else before. those little steel canisters yeah I got a couple of those too yeah and i was like yeah I, I i bought a container and he was like okay where's your keys and i gave him my keys on my lunch break he went and put the weed in my glove box i went back to go get it that day and my car reeked, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna get pulled over one because it just had all day to just sit in my glove box and just 
a zippy a ziploc bag and he didn't even put it in the the little just tin marinating yeah just sitting there marinating all the all the good smells but I, I eventually turned that first eighth into edibles because I was wasn't a person who knew how to smoke weed at the time. So when I was afraid to smoke weed by myself because I was living alone, I didn't know how to smoke. I didn't want to die from it because I was stupid and naive and 22. So I just was like, oh, I'll make some edibles. So I looked up this basic recipe for um it was firecrackers if you've ever had those they are like graham crackers with like peanut butter and then you mix weed with peanut butter and then put that on the graham cracker and then have a little sandwich and then you bake it for a while and that the fat and the uh peanut butter turns or meshes with the THC. This is peanut butter and graham crackers? Yeah, and you huh. bake it with weed. And it's horrible because it's just ground. Yeah, because you taste it. It's all, yeah, you're just eating. <laughs> yes, it's it's a very crude way. And they are... Nothing like the way that we sous vide coconut oil. Yeah. No, they have nothing on our edibles. But they are tough to swallow, but they were potent. And I didn't know at the time, like, how much to dose with because all that ratios is, like... like Ratios are an experienced person's game when it comes to 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 edibles, yeah. and I remember being eating an entire firecracker that was just loaded with an eighth of weed, just like a long gram, like a single graham cracker strip that you would get, mm-hmm. loaded with a whole eighth of weed and peanut butter, baked that. Yeah, it was the worst consistency ever, and then I was I was high for probably like twenty to twenty four hours and it's and it really scared me to well it scared me to smoking weed for a good month and then I was talking with my friend Zach who was an experienced weed smoker who later on we we would trip with acid and mushrooms and we had a good time together but Zach was like yeah I'll smoke weed with you if you wanted to like actually see how it's done and he was like glad to smoke my weed with me and me being super naive was like yeah I've got like seven grams <laughs> because Just lying around well because i felt really guilty that my like friend or that my old dealer friend at the time or non-friend at the time just dealer he was like so was that weed good i was like yeah it was great he's like cool do you want to buy any more and i was like sure i'll get double <laughs> because like i'll get two you know so i was like <laughs> i had seven grams so i remember i had seven grams of the same shit so mm-hmm. i spent like you know, another hundred and twenty dollars, or like no, hundred bucks for a quarter. Still, you know, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's decent. <laughs> but anyway, we I remember Zach and my and his friends rolled a big blunt. I smoked it, and I was immediately high, like just beyond. But I was like just high enough to not pass out, or I was just I was just conscious enough. And sober enough to not pass out, like on the couch, mm-hmm. and we were watching Trailer Park Boys for a good, what felt like ten years. Ah, Trailer Park Boys, the classic that that song. Oh, it just it it holds its place in my heart now because that was when I was really baked. That was the the ding 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 ding. ding, ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we were high for hours. And I remember we spent $25 on Taco Bell between Zach and I. Mm. So 
we were extremely stoned and it was a great time. And I was hooked. Like at that point I was like, this is now my thing. Like I don't drink, I don't do anything else. Like, because I hadn't before, it was mm-hmm. just like, this is it. Like, I don't even know what drinking is, but I don't want to do it. Like, this is it. And I also felt very like I was going against like what my family wanted. So it felt even better to like do it. Mm-hmm. So I just started to like dive into smoking weed, you know, mm-hmm. like just going through. But I would try to tease, like tease myself like I'm only going to do it on the weekends. <laughs> and then that eventually like turned into like, doing it every day and then going through like an eighth a day. And then at a certain point, like you're in a, you know, non-legal state, you don't have anyone besides a flower connection. You're just going through tons of weed at the time. And mm-hmm. it's, it's hard, like, because you have to sort of compromise. I'm like, oh, I wish I could smoke another bowl right now, but I can't. And I remember the first time I got to try like actual like dabs at the time is what it was t- called to me. I, I think that's weird now. I mean, we call it concentrate or we call it, you know, sauce or or it's actual type based on what it, mm-hmm. how it's made. But at the time I was like, I was, I was also like, you know, afraid of dabs because I didn't know how it's done. And I remember my friend was like, hey, you can buy this. It's like, it's twice as much as an eighth cost, but it's going to last you four times as long as an eighth will because of how high you're going to be. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. And then, like, of course, I'm not, like, dabbing it correctly. You know, it's... Doing way too much and then just wiping it all away. I would dab way too much. The nail that I was using was way too small. I And it was not hot enough. <laughs> so it would all just, like, slurp yeah, all in. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm not feeling it, you know? <laughs> and it was so it was so stupid. And I never really got into it until I moved up to a legal state. Or a state where I could get a um, a, a med card, which is right. around 2016, <clears throat> and I worked for a dispensary for the for a day, mm-hmm. which that's a funny story. Do you want me to tell that? Sure. Long story short, I w- was receiving a shipment of uh, weed syrup. It was about four gallons uh, for an event they had the next day. And I was my first day on the job, and I was supposed to just organize it. And I had already spent that day, like, my downtime organizing the back room, which was carpeted. So when the shipment came in, I was supposed to move the shipment from one part that was right at the at the door entrance to the back stock room I had just cleaned. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that they just box folded the bottom, lifted up the, the, the box, mm-hmm. and out came all of the concentrate syrup, which was just really just like not like not like concentrate as like you would smoke you know on a on a rig but like it's edible yeah like edible syrup yeah. like corn syrup with tea that you can mix into a drink or something yeah that just shattered everywhere there's glass bottles mm-hmm. and it was just the worst so i was fired from that job but <laughs> shortly after sort of um i i guess finding a new dispensary you know, I, I found can I found concentrate, and that mm-hmm. I was I was hooked, right? And it became a slippery slope to where I'm at now. Well, I won't say slippery, but it just became like a long road of like learning because there's there's such a learning curve to concentrate that that is not there for for you know flour mm-hmm. that you have to invest and you have to pretty much waste some money mm-hmm. to actually get it right. That's true. And you have to kind of practice and experiment 
But you never had a phase where you were doing both flour and dabs, pretty much. You you just kind of went cold turkey on flour and started doing dabs pretty much exclusively? For a short amount. I mean, there was a brief Venn diagram or a Venn, uh, an overlap, overlap mm-hmm. I would say, of times where I would smoke flour and yeah. do concentrate. I actually started to you know, switch over because of the smell of flour uh-huh. and the place that I moved out of when I moved up to, um, up here from Indiana, when I went back out like a week later to like clean out one last thing, the room that I used to smoke a lot of weed in was like the worst smelling ever. Like it smelled like just like weird, like piney, but in like a, smoky piney way that wasn't good and it was and I was like man I don't want that in the new place so I just I was like oh I'm gonna get let I'm gonna stay higher longer it's gonna be cheaper in the long run and you know I don't have to deal with the you know smell uh, or the ash because that ash smell is really bugs me as you know I do know that oh man you know that (laughs) (laughs) you leave a you leave a joint out that's like burn for you know and I can smell that and I was like you haven't yeah. you haven't taken that out, have you? No? <laughs> you haven't. You just want to smoke it, or do you want to throw it away? I I have hoarding tendencies, so it's hard for me to just throw something away when I feel like I'm wasting it. You know that? Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> and it didn't help when we both worked at uh, Arborside, and we both got crew joints. Right. At the, at we night. had so many joints lying around. Yeah. That that pre rolls galore. That month of July, August was such a good month while it lasted <laughs> that was a good good couple weeks yeah but yeah that was probably right before i started doing i got into like doing um like heavy dabbing where i'd go through you know i'd have to buy like eight grams for a week because mm-hmm. i knew i would eventually get over my one gram a day and that was when we were together heavily also quarantining and sharing a, a lot l- of it a little bit because that was actually before when I was buying from just a, a, like a like a dispo around oh. here, and then I and then I got into uh, the like gray market of of buying it off Discord. And that's when you found Liddy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I found him, and it was the best concentrate that we've ever had. I think because okay. I started getting that right around the same time we started dating, and mm-hmm. it was oh you you didn't do that for very long before we started dating. Me. Probably. I mean, a it depends. Months, yeah, a few months, but I would just say roughly. I mean, mm-hmm. it was still a evolving thing where, I mean, I was spending so much with him that, you know, I became a good client. So yeah. he was giving me <laughs> pretty good treatment. Higher but, and higher priority. Yeah. Oh, man. I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were definitely really nice. Those diamonds were, were like, oh, they the were. Diamonds the, the, and the mimosa batter. Man, so terpy. But yeah, that was really about, you know, and then I would say about the end of it, but I'm still evolving, I guess. And, and my next thing is like heady blasts and heady mm-hmm. bangers and that kind of stuff. Like yeah. stuff that's going to last a while, but it's made by a good artist that makes quality because I would much rather have, you know, quality and, and have a, a small amount to dab with. Versus having a ton to dab with and really crappy stuff. I don't know. I'm weird like that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to spend your money on 
on cool pieces, that's that's your prerogative. So. Well, I would even say on cool pieces because we have a couple that all hit differently. And I sure. would even say that... It's always fun to have a variety, though. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when you when you switched over to, like, the, like, rigs that I started using and you dropped your... Or you didn't drop it. You switched from using the, like, plastic rig that you had. Or it wasn't plastic. It was silicone. Yeah, it was silicone. Yeah. That, was, it, that was the first dab rig that I bought for myself when I first experimented doing dabs alone and I didn't really know what I was doing so that was that was why you taught me that the silicone is not good to use I remember the first time I came over here I saw your your dab rig and I was like I'm gonna give you one of mine that I'm not using just so you can like not use a silicone rig because one, I was trying to get brownie points because <laughs> I liked you. <laughs> and two, I was worried about your health. It's like, do not use this one anymore. Right. So, I mean, it was only like $25. So that was why I bought it. That Oliver had partially eaten the cat. Yeah, he <laughs> chewed, chewed up the mouthpiece, but it was it still worked. Anyway, that was, that was a pretty shitty method of doing dabs. So once we started dating and you gave me that rig and then all the other bangers and rigs and et cetera that we've gone through since. And it's a collection. Yeah. And you know, ever since, since we've been together now, we've been using turp pearls. We've started doing the turpometer, got the e-nail, got the puffco peak. I mean, yeah. So we've got lots of options. Yeah, and it's really geared towards a situation. And I would say buy something that's going to last and prioritize it if you're going to buy something new. So, for mm-hmm. example, if you need a pipe, you know, you could honestly, like, it's tempting to buy something cheap. And I get, you know, that maybe 60 to $80 seems like a lot for a pipe, but... When you could spend ten bucks on one from the cheap bin and mm-hmm. get the same results, but like airflow, all these little things you're gonna sort of experience when you go hang out with other people. Eventually, when this is over, one day, yeah, because I, I I remember going to other people's houses and like hitting their pipes and being like, "What the hell? This hits so much better than my pipe at home." They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I remember when I could, you know, I would gather with my ex-co-workers or Ashley would always have a new piece or something to show me and there's so many things to try you can't you can't always get to all of them and it's it's nice to try new things when you use you know you get stuck in your ways that is the ways that you like to do it I mean if I was coming up again though like uh if I was restarting my weed adventure Mm -hmm. for the first time and I had all the knowledge before like i it'd be so easy i mean just like what pitfalls i would have avoided right. would be like you know i guess just a couple that i'll name i don't know if you have any that you can think of go ahead um i would find a head shop that you like that's local and avoid buying online like i was buying online shit like from amazon or just 
you know, from these online like little head shops that were cheap and you can't tell what, how they work. You can't tell how much, you know, they weigh. And I've wasted so much money on just stupid gimmicky things that I saw on those websites because I thought mm-hmm. that they would make my experience better with, with smoking weed. And it's, did and you it, resort to going online more because of the contraband aspect of it? Like, did you not have any place available nearby? Or, like, when you were in India, it wasn't very, like, prominent. Pro- I mean, the laws were so different back prevalent. then because you couldn't say bong in a store. Well, you yeah, know? it's still in Michigan, too. They're all water pipes, but. You, really, you still can't fucking say bong anymore? Like, you, like, I mean, if I went into, like, Pop Factory, which, again, shout out Pop Factory, but. <laughs> If, if if I go in there and I say I need a bong, they're not going to be like, hey, dude, like, nah, it's a it's water pipe, bro. I don't think they care, but I don't, I don't know the actual law of it. I just would I, I would honestly buy something that's that's quality because mm-hmm. I bought shitty out the gate and it took me a while to actually learn that you need something that's going to actually hit well mm-hmm. because you're going to get so much higher. And even off rigs, we noticed that yeah. quality matters. Like we've it got does. a $1,200 dab rig that's in like a Pelican case right now, but it is, uh, it hits differently than flavor. Like it, yeah, it, it brings out the terpene flavor more. It doesn't spin as much like your rig, your like champagne colored rig. Mm hmm will chug and you can get the biggest clouds out of it. Mm-hmm. This one is like in the middle and the other one is very like toit. You got to really toitly yeah. suck it. <laughs> it's it just gotta really pull it. You got to really pull it. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, and maybe that's because we couldn't try some of these. I don't know. But, but anyway, these have lasted and we've dropped them. I mean, I, I clean this shit constantly mm-hmm. and you saw me drop a bunch of stuff the other day yeah, unfortunately better fingers yeah well i mean r.i.p to the rigs we have lost i wish we had an in memoriam segment that we could just like play <laughs> yeah, yeah. currently too baked to do another dab or do you want to do another dab with me i can maybe do another dab you can do another dab <laughs> i mean it'd be cool if you did be part of the cool kid group right i mean we are going to bed soon so yeah. It's not like I'm going anywhere. Yeah, you're not driving. <laughs> got big plans later on. You got big plans. <laughs> I'm going somewhere there, Chief. <laughs> I had fun. I don't know about you. Yeah. I don't get a chance to talk anymore. Besides every day. <laughs> It's nice to have focused conversations.
that's a little bit out of there. What are you gonna do? I wanna do mercy So what should our next episode be? Um, not sure. I kind of directed this episode, which, if you hate the way that I do episodes, please let me know, because I'm really bad at taking feedback, and I'll probably cry. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you'll edit it into something perfect. I want to be able to zoom this week. That's still your goal? Yeah, I never looked it up. Post me, look this up, and zoom in at my wag of disapproval for you last week. Yeah, this is this is previous this is previous me shaming future me into doing something that previous previous me didn't do. Okay. That that that, that checks out. That checks out everybody. I just did the math on the board behind me. There's a board behind me. This way. It's just right out of frame. Right yeah. out of frame. Yeah. But anyway. Well, you have to think about it. And hopefully we'll have this one up pretty soon. Edited. Mastered. Put out. So we can come at you with something different for next time around. Because it's... We have no theme right now besides just entertaining ourselves. she gets such good clouds and I can't get good clouds out of this myself it's really hot isn't it like it feels hotter than a dab when we check it and it's 600 degrees because I know this is not 585 even though it says it's 585 it's really not 585 it's like 4 something I thought it was probably like 540 not that not a 100 degree difference Hmm. Maybe. Sorry, I forgot to unmute my mic. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's like 525, <coughs> and it's like 585 as we have it set. I think that may sound better. 60 degree difference, you'll meet me at? Okay. Okay. <coughs> well, I am sufficiently high. I am very high as well. I don't believe it. Do you want to try to Kobe that last one? Not really. I kind of just want to... This is temperature theory now. Where are we at? 5.45. Turn it to look at the, turn to the camera so I can zoom in and look at that. Yeah, that'll be my goal. Look at that. I'm finding new goals. If I can zoom in on that first time around when I zoom in on my finger, mm-hmm. you bet I can. It's up to 5.50 though. 5.60. Okay. Motherfucker, I was wrong. So, okay, you heard it here first. I was wrong. I'll again. It really works. That it does. You're sweating. I've got the dab sweats. I took a lot of THC into my body, and 
That's a normal reaction. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I love you. Okay. You love me back? I love you too. Oh. I don't believe it. I'll show you later. <laughs> Could I have to add that one now? <laughs> this one is not 18 plus. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for hanging out with us, as per usual. I don't know who's watching. There's there's more people sometimes clicking on stuff, like likes and whatnot, or views. And it's, I know it's not me, so I know that someone out there is watching this. Yeah, if you like this and you have your own podcast, give us a follow, and we'll, we'll follow you back yeah. and well, check you guys out. We've, we've had a couple other newer shows. Yeah. Uh, come around so we're trying to just get into this community so hit us up yeah and as uh we will hopefully be back soon but if not uh trying to do it like a couple a month maybe every other week yeah something like that yeah this one was just just really off the cuff just because we're bored as hell yeah but we'll see while well how it comes together as it happens (laughs) all right all right Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.